You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on the Cooligans, we are talking about the drama between Brazil, Argentina, Comebol World Cup qualifiers are getting interesting. Also, CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers are getting even more dramatic. Weston McKenney, what happened? We break it all down. That's right. Plus, we talk to Christian Ramirez. You might remember from his time in NASL, his time in MLS. Now he's at Aberdeen all the way in the Scottish Premier League. We talked to him about everything from what did his mom think when she went to Scotland? What does he think of the food there? And what would he do for an in and out to go to Aberdeen? That and more today on the Cool Again! What's going on, guys? Ellie from Copper 90. You might not know who I am, but I've got nothing better to do. So watch the Soccer Cooligans talking all things football, politics, music, culture. Swipe up, click the link. Do That'll something. do. That'll Perfect. do. Yeah, baby! Yes! Vamos! Let's go. Let's Look at go. this. Another one, another Cooligans uh, to get excited about, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Are you telling us or you? Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I'm looking in the mirror. Right? Damn. I just yelled, yeah, baby, longer than some Venezuelan players have been on the pitch. <laughs> Record time. Oh. Right? Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerrero. Come we are on. your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show right here on Football Sports Network. Uh-huh. It also happens to be the Gullies, but I think you already knew that, right? I mean... Okay. Yeah. Gu- a gully, a, I mean, the Gulliness levels uh, are being brought by Comeball this time around. Bro, okay? World Cup qualifying, <laughs> World Cup gullifying, okay, is what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There seems to be a, uh, a certain level of, uh, you know, prison rules when it yeah. comes to... <laughs> Let's go. And there's a reason World I'm wearing this kit. Is it not, Christian? Because we got a player from Aberdeen on the show. That's right. Christian Ramirez will be joining us a little bit later. Uh, Aberdeen FC striker. You remember him. Uh, you may remember him from his time in Major League Soccer, NASL with Minnesota United, LAFC, Houston Dynamo. Uh, and now all the way from Scotland, uh, he is chatting with us. So uh, uh, stick around uh, for that. Okay. So let's discuss... What's going on in Comebol, these World Cup qualifiers? Uh, uh, Fubo TV, the exclusive streaming home for the, the South America World Cup qualifiers, okay? And That's it's right. Been, and who knew you know it became what? a TV novela? <laughs> <laughs> We're realizing it was a good investment from Fubo <laughs> TV, okay? <laughs> Things have happened during this Comebol World Cup qualifier. Right? It, it seems to be good television, uh-huh. right? Because... <laughs> Not only uh, are there obviously great games, uh, you know, Im- important matches, uh, but there is drama, and and there was no uh, uh, higher peak of that drama than with Brazil against Argentina. We all, which was the highlight match. match. Yeah, this yes, was the one everybody if, was waiting for, and they brought nothing, the sauce. <laughs> exactly. Even if it was a nil-nil draw, it still would have did numbers uh-huh. because of how big a match like that is. A rematch of of the Copa America final. Everybody was uh, tuned in. And then, what, uh, about eight minutes into the match? Well, you know, eight minutes in, uh, they understood the assignment. They brought the pageantry, okay? (laughs) They brought what you expect for South American soccer. They brought it. 
It is. It's like, why do these pitch invaders have weapons? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because but the Brazil Argentina match was uh, suspended. It was stopped because uh, Brazilian health officials saw that Argentina had players that came from England uh, on their roster in the starting lineup. That four players, uh, I believe, it was uh, uh, Emmy Martinez, Emmy uh, Buendia. Buendia. Uh, who are the other two? Wasn't it Los Celso? Los Celso and uh, Cristian Romero. Yeah. Four players playing in the game. Uh, and, and Brazilian health officials were like, no, 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 wrap it up. We can't well, have these guys did, in here. The, the Premier League clubs did send them to Croatia to quarantine. Right. But they, they would have, I, I don't know if they would have missed the match or they wouldn't have gotten there in time had they taken the full 10 days that they were supposed to. So mm-hmm. they took it upon themselves. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> We have money and passports, right? So we should just fly to Argentina on our own. The way it's being told is that they sneaked out of... I'd love to see them like tie bedsheets together to sneak out of Croatia. I don't think that's what happened. But they went to Argentina on their own, and they thought, it'll be fine. What, are they going to stop the match right at the beginning <laughs> by invading the pitch to arrest us and deport us? Turns out the answer is yes. Yeah, that was exactly one of the options, yeah. and that is what they chose to do. So it was a pretty, I mean, wild uh, scenes. I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, I know the, the, the COVID era is, is all, you know, it's unprecedented. We've heard that word quite a bit. But the, the, the fact that uh, the Argentine, Argentinian players were uh, in Brazil for three days, they, and they chose to stop the game w- when they did. Like, I, you know, I've said this before. I don't know what difference it makes that, you know, if you, if you let these players play out these 90 minutes. Yeah, sure, you're frustrated um, that maybe, you know, Brazil, the Brazilian national team, they followed the rules. No English, uh, no players that played in England were playing. They were missing nine players. Right. Uh, and so they followed the rules. Argentina did not. They tried to get around it. And and I don't know if it was Bolsonaro himself that was like, send them in. You know what I mean? Like, really? <laughs> I mean, I would have done the same thing. I want everyone <laughs> to know. It ain't fair. If I got to play by the rules, then Argentina got to play by the rules. The moment, I don't care if it was the 89th minute and we losing, we send in the Poe in, okay? <laughs> so the this health ain't even cops, 12 because they're health officials. This is 13. Send 13 in. <laughs> the health cops came in and they and uh, you saw the, 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 sh- the shocking thing was the Argentinian players, like uh, Nicolas Otamendi, literally push away. You were probably seeing it now. Push away uh, one of these uh, health officials, uh, which and and the health officials also were dressed like NY, NYPD subway detectives. You yeah. know what I mean? They had, they had the badge, wearing a black tee. They were just missing the Yankee fitted, right? It was, the tightly <laughs> the tightly tied running shoes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> where'd you even find those New Balances? Get them in your size. Why are you tying them so tight? <laughs> Can you feel your toes? <laughs> so the uh, absolute scene. Man, I, I, it just—it's it, you don't even know how to react because you've never seen anything like it. This game is now suspended. Uh, the 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 Brazilian players were 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 did they they pulled the goal into the middle of the field. Yeah, the rest uh, of the players were like, "Well, look, uh, we prepared for a game, so you just want to do a quick pickup." So they just started having a kickabout, all right? Yeah. A little training sesh. Uh, Put right on the, the pennies middle. and just let it rock, which is. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'll sh- show that. Can Fubo get the uh, rights to that? <laughs> but yeah, but th- and that's what ended up being televised for a fair amount of time because they didn't know what was going to happen uh, with the game. But 
everybody was just couldn't couldn't believe uh you know what ended up happening so i wonder what this is going to mean in Bowl for the rest of qualifying for with with fifa with well the problem is remember all these dates are already truncated as they are right it's all such a compressed schedule already and now you have to miss one because the the cops showed up and ruined (laughs) the party you know what i mean Uh, they were yeah, they were doing everything, man. Like seeing all, just the images of seeing Messi arguing with with these health officials. He's just trying to make sense of it. You see him saying like, "We've been here for three days. Why are you doing this now?" Nobody understood. Even the Brazilian players are like, "Let it go!" Like, yeah, we, we just want to play this game. It's just gonna make it more, even more difficult. Brazil's probably a lock, obviously, to to go to go through. They haven't lost the game. That's why uh, Brazil and, didn't care. They're like, even if we lose this one, just let's move on. Come on. <laughs> uh, so I'm. I'm 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 wondering what this is going to mean for uh, for the rest of qualifying because uh, it's 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 obviously schedules and then there's going to be the same issue like uh, getting getting players in quarantine and like everybody's dealing uh, with this. It, well, it, now it's some fr- of these players might be banned from playing with their clubs. It's such a everything's upside down. Yeah, yeah, the, the Brazilian players uh, that you know that that didn't report or whatever. They, there's so much. Uh, uh, I mean, this is this is par for the course when it comes to uh, uh, just federations and dealing with clubs and and there's everybody. Everybody wants it sort of uh, their own way. Like if the clubs had to say, they're like these players. You know what, Roberto Firmino. You're from, uh, 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 you know, you're just from another country. You're yeah, not give, give up your passport. <laughs> Let's just do this. But it also goes to show, like, if you're from a Latin American country in South America, it's the nation over over club all day, every day. They're sneaking out of Croatia to go play soccer. I mean, this is huge. Yo, Christian, I want to start by apologizing. I know we were supposed to be shooting, but she went out with the homies. You know what I mean? I went out and I shouldn't have. Uh, please. Please don't send me to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but all right, you calling the homies uh, your bachelorette party? Hey, <laughs> whatever. Those are you, know, you, you ever seen them change a the tire? Those are the homies right there. Uh, uh, if you obviously don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the men's national team uh, qualifying hasn't gone to plan. I'm not that worried. How worried are you? Obviously, look, we had three matches in a week. The first two we've drawn, not incredibly good, but we took two points. Right. Right, um, so not the worst case scenario. This is not the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, we're we're taping this uh, before the match against Honduras, so we don't know the re- result of that yet. But it, based on these first two, it's a little uh, nerve wracking. I think it was two very very winnable games, uh, especially the game against uh, El Salvador. But the yeah, the concern obviously, Weston McKenney, what happened, bruh? You know, <laughs> I mean, look. I don't want to. I don't want to throw too much shade on on Weston because there's a. And again, all of this is rumors. We don't know. All we know for sure is what U.S. Soccer has said, which is that he broke COVID. Uh, COVID. COVID. He broke COVID <laughs> protocols. He broke COVID protocols. Uh, he went out and then he brought Provolone somebody. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a new. It's a new uh, medication he's taking. Uh, he he left the bubble and he brought someone into the bubble, right? And there's rumors right. of who that is. Are they related to a player? You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. That's all we know, right? Is that he left the bubble, went out and partied, and then he brought someone back into the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he got sent back to Italy, right? And people were like, oh, my God, is he never going to play blah, blah, blah. But we're also hearing a lot of rumors. Uh, there's a there's a, a, a tweet going around from someone that may or may not be his dad. We don't know. We can't verify that information. That said he took it on the chin for other players and refuses to dime them out. Yeah. So he's the one. So he's a, he's a great friend and a great teammate because he's taking it on the chin. 
and he'll take the punishment without without uh, snitching, which, right, Cooligans approved, right? <laughs> okay, don't no snitching. He's about to do a bid for the homies uh, that yeah, Alexis hangs you know? out with. <laughs> All right, he took the pinch. He took the pinch on the chin. You feel me? Um, okay, we're gonna take care of you when you get out, though. All right? All right. No, no, no. Bags, bags. When you get home, uh, you'll be all right. Um, what you gonna call it? He's gonna be on the next song with, with Bobby Schmurda and Rowdy Rebel when he gets out. Um, by the way, he's not going to jail. Just in case anyone doesn't know what's happening, uh, but he is gonna go uh, back to Juventus. Which I should is go very to prison for partying too hard. You know I, what, I mean? <laughs> what you ain't here for? Some bullshit. What Lock you ain't here up, for, officer? <laughs> what you ain't here for? Partying bullshit. That's what I'm in here for. Um, how do you? If this, let's say that's true. Let's say that he did go out with other people. And by the way, we have we have friends that were in Nashville uh, for this game, and mm-hmm. I got some DMs from some of them saying that there were rumors that people were trying to find Weston McKenney and Christian Pulisic that night. They were like, "Oh, we hear they're partying." And they were going club to club, which obviously Nashville is a big party city. So right. good luck like, finding this them. This is very unfounded. You're really bringing in. A, you're throwing I'm a lot saying of people under these the bus, are Alexis. rumors. I'm not saying <laughs> this is what happened. I'm telling you, we started getting some of these DMs after the fact. So okay. there's all types of rumors going around. Nobody knows if any of them are true. If it turns out to be true, I just broke the news. <laughs> <laughs> but what so, do you feel? What do you feel about that? Because I know we were all kind of disappointed, and Landon Donovan is the most disappointed right. in Weston McKenney. How do you feel about it knowing that possibly it wasn't just him and he's just being like, all right, I'm not going to I'm not going to rat anybody else out. Um, it, it it doesn't make a difference uh, it, uh, to me. It is, uh, you know, when it comes to this is, in my opinion, if if Weston is is uh, partying or whatever or breaking rules that that can affect the team, I'm, I'm going to say I, I don't think it was solely a. I think it's a team thing. Like for him to say, let's say if it's exclusively him and nobody else, which is like it's almost impossible to go. You're Weston McKinney. You're everybody knows you. Yeah. There's no real way you could just walk around the street and and nobody notice that you are there uh, and and maybe should be somewhere else. Especially in a be. town filled with soccer fans ready to watch a match. You know right. what I mean? So that that I think I, I think it's a it's a team issue if if one player thinks. Oh, I can leave, or I can do whatever, or it's not a big deal. There, what like the, the I think it, it's a leadership issue. It is a, a I, you got to blame the people at the top. Is is simply if if Burhalter has not set some tone that this is not cool and and nobody should do this, and and it's one of those things. You know how when somebody in class messes up, the entire class gets punished for it. That's kind of how I see it. Everyone should be punished for it, so that everybody knows if one person. Uh, is the weak link in the chain? Everybody suffers. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to solely focus on on blaming Weston McKenney because it's it's an easy thing to do. But the the bigger picture here, and and this is why people are upset, is that we missed the last World Cup. We do not want to miss another one. The U.S. men do not want to miss another one, and people are going to get. Angry. People are going to create rumors. People are going. It is. It is. We're realizing more and more because we've been spoiled for so many years about uh, the U.S. men constantly making it to World Cups. And it's never really it's CONCACAF and we're better than blah, blah, blah. And now we're realizing we missed the last one. We could miss it again. Financially, this could affect so many people. So people get upset. There's a lot of pressure on everybody from the networks to the players. So it's I'm at the very least. We're getting the drama that is showing how important the sport is 
to this country. And it's only going more and more because of the ridiculousness we see from the media. Like, ele- the, like the person I'm staring at who's like, oh, they were out partying and whatever. There's all these people there. Literally, I saw, I saw Tyler Adams, uh, uh, you know, doing <laughs> on a, on a, on a mechanical bull. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, he did play for Red Bull, so that makes sense. Um, what you would call it? I, honestly, I think this is one of those things where I feel like this team needed something. You know, they beat Mexico twice in two finals. Mm-hmm. Right. You needed something. You needed a, an enemy, a chip on the shoulder, uh, uh, something to rally around. And we got it. We got <laughs> it. Now this team needs to prove something. Weston McKinney proved how much of a leader he is. He went out and partied and brought back that bitty <laughs> so that he could get in trouble and that nice. he knew he would take it on the chin. He convinced other people to go out. Or as soon as other people convinced him to go out, he went out, got caught on purpose so that this team would solidify around each other. Okay. So really, at the end of the day, salute that hero, Weston McKenney, right? Who smashed that dime piece just so that we would get into the World Cup. Sometimes you've got to take the, the less scenic route. You know what I mean? The unpaved road just to get in the World Cup. What a, what a, you know, what a visionary, what a hero, what a strategy. <laughs> right? uh, you know, really, I think we have the new USMNT coach on our hands. Some uh, would say Weston is thinking outside the box. But it really doesn't fit when you think about the scenario, <laughs> what I just said. It's actually very much inside the box. <laughs> I don't know if that's even going to make it on the show. <laughs> All right. Shouts to Ali Long, friend of the show. We got to talk to her on the pitch uh, after the, the Gotham FC match. 150 appearances. Uh, How insane in is that? And you commemorate that by having to talk to two idiots. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Okay, no better way uh, to to bring that that exciting news. Uh, uh, We had a great time at Gotham. We got to host uh, Latinx night uh, against – they were playing against the Chicago Red Stars. Uh, Such a great time. Thank you again, Gotham FC. We got to to be on the runway with the ladies. They Uh, do a fit check. If you don't know, uh, Gotham FC does this incredible thing, fit check. Look, these players show up. Swagged out. I the drip yeah. the drip is insane. So they have this like slow mo video of them, and they kind of treat it like a catwalk. And as soon as we were asked to host uh, Latinx, I was like, we take a part of that fit check, and they were like, no, 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 we don't need you guys. And I was like, I don't remember asking. <laughs> I was like, we walk in in 120 frames, 6k. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, so so cool, man. The the level of uh, swag and confidence. I never I never been on a runway before, but I've never been more intimidated in my life. The, well, Christian, you should have asked me the- for advice because you know I'm the vice president <laughs> of the modeling club in high school, right? Because the walks, the moves, the the, the hips this everything i was like bro i need training dude right? christian and i were like what do we do with our hands you know we had no idea um but no i mean obviously something that is taken very seriously and we were honored to be a part of it dude the game the the gamesmanship starts on the way into the stadium you know the competition is already hot <laughs> literally as soon as you as soon as you step out of the car you know yeah. that is when when it begins dude uh, i popped that squat and low-key, I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it up out of this squad. <laughs> They're going to be like, yo, Alexa holding the squad for a minute. I'm going to be like, yo, Christian, come help me. I don't think my knee can entire this. evening from there. Okay. <laughs> yo, bring the step and repeat over here and lower a little bit. <laughs> my goodness. Get one of Bielsa's uh, stools. And uh-huh. you just get a, have him sit <laughs> there on the pitch. Yo, Ali Long, sit applesauce crisscross or whatever it's called. Because <laughs> we're doing it from down here. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, again, we had such a, such a great time. Uh, it was incredible 
incredible to to be the in stadium host for uh, an NWSL match. We, that was the first time we got to do something like that. So uh, again, shouts uh, to Gotham uh, and so FC many friends for, came for out. You got to come there. check it out. Check out the game. So many friends came out. It was a blast. Exactly. And uh, all right, we got Christian Ramirez of Aberdeen FC uh, coming coming up next. Uh, so come through. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors. Actually, it's us, and it's our Twitch channel. That's right. You know, you've seen us on, on Fubo TV. You've, seen, you've listened to us on the podcast. Maybe you've uh, clicked like on one of our personal seductive photos <laughs> on Instagram. Okay. You know how we love those body pics. <laughs> okay. We're trying to – we know the game, all right? We're not going to – Anything for, for likes and views, baby. Yo, that, that's – you know, that's, that's what you got to do nowadays. But we're also on Twitch. We live stream uh, – Every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for Prem Show, uh, but we do other stuff as well. We do watch alongs. Uh, we, you know, we 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 uh, interview people. Uh, it's a, we play FIFA, uh, and we're gonna be doing a lot more stuff on there. So join us on Twitch. Hit the follow button. It is free. That's right. So just go to Twitch.tv/soccercooligans or make it easy for yourself and just go to eltwitch.com. That's e l t w i t c h e dot com, and that'll bring you right to our account. And hit that follow button right now. What you waiting for? Hi, Christian. Our guest is finally here, and this is exciting. Wait, are you talking to our guest already? Wait, oh, that's I don't right. Understand. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go with uh, CP and CR <laughs> just to make sure we're talking to the right people here uh, because obviously our guest is named Christian, but this is an absolute honor uh, from the pride of Santa Ana, California. All right? But somehow, somehow fell in love <laughs> with Minnesota, played in MLS, and is now in the Scottish Premier League with Aberdeen. The kit I'm wearing, obviously this one's a little bit older and a little bit bigger, uh, which is why I'm wearing it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to ask this guy a couple questions. Can't wait to have him on the show. The one, the only. Put your hands together if you're not driving for Christian Ramirez, everybody. Christian, what's up, man? What's up? Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, absolutely honored to have you on the show. Yes, you are currently in Aberdeen, uh, in Scotland. They, I, look, let's let's be real. There aren't too many Latinos out there, okay? No, Wait, this is, when his family left <laughs> Colombia, this is the dream they had, is that yeah, their yeah. child would yeah, end yeah. up in Aberdeen, <laughs> Scotland. Let's stick so, out here. Let, look, <laughs> one thing that the, the first impression I've seen as uh, when your time there, people already love you, man. You obviously, you, you went in, uh, you started doing work, and uh, fans, they, they, they created songs for you. Uh, they, I, it seems like the Aberdeen supporters are really, really uh, welcoming you, so What's what's been that first uh, uh, experience uh, like uh, out in Scotland? It's been cool. Um, it took me a little bit to get uh, used to how they speak up here because it's it's a whole new language, <laughs> right? Um, so you got to sort it's of. It's actually not, by the way. To, it is English, but you couldn't down. tell by listening yeah. to it. <laughs> no, you, you got to tell them to slow down and repeat themselves. Um, so that that was the the difficult part, but I'm getting better at it, um, and just. Just getting accustomed to to this little city. Um, it's I think it's the third biggest city in Scotland, but it's it's a bubble in itself. Everybody seems to recognize you wherever you go, um, even with a mask on. Uh, right. So I think I just stick out for being one of the few Latinos out here. <laughs> um, so it's been pretty cool. Are you to them? Are you because this happens to us when we go to Europe? Like in America, I'm Cuban, Christian's Dominican, but once we leave the United States of America, we're American. Do they recognize you as Latino? Like, are they dancing cumbia when you walk into the stadium? What's happening? No. 
No, they're 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 singing USA when uh, yeah, yeah. uh during the game. Like if people listen closely, they, there'll be times in the game where they're just chanting USA, <laughs> and there's a USA flag that the supporters carry now. Um, so that that's been pretty cool. That's wild. It's been an awesome, uh, you know, just uh, some of the highlights that we've seen. Obviously, we get to see some of the games out here, but the uh, uh, you know, seeing seeing that love, like uh, I, like I said, the, the fans are creating a chance for you and uh, and things like that. As far as the get, just getting acclimated with um, the game itself, in is the Scottish game wildly different uh, from from MLS, from NASL, from your time in, in the U.S. What is the kind of the, the thing you noticed uh, that, that you notice instantly? This is all. This is it for for them. Um, it's life or death, essentially. Um, you see fans and supporters who have come th- their whole lives, got 80, 90 year old men and women who walk up to the stadium um, to, to watch their team, for, support their city. Um, and then you got little kids who are yelling and you know, you've seen, you've seen videos of kids all over the world singing chants and leading chants. Um, that's what it is. Um, it's essentially life or death every weekend. And I think that's been the, the biggest uh, adjustment is recognizing like that if you lose it, it ruins a lot of people's um weekends until the next game and then when you're winning things are good but when you're losing or you're not you're not performing and you're getting draws uh the expectations are, are a little right. bit higher. I'm an Arsenal fan, so I feel you on that last part, that sad part. I've had a rough start. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of zeros out there. There's not enough apologies in the world, yeah. Christian. Uh, let me ask you this, because you are a Southern California boy, and we we asked Miguel Ibarra when we interviewed him what it was like being in Minnesota. I think the difference is much bigger for you. What was it like? What was it like making the decision was this, did they reach out to you with interest and then you Googled it and you were like, are we sure this is where, there's not an Aberdeen in in Southern California? We're sure this, this is kind of Premier League. Like, what, what was that decision like and how big of a change culturally is it? Because we've talked a little bit about it, but like, what did your parents have to think about you going out to uh, Scotland? Well, my mom was like, when when do I get on, on a flight with, uh, with my wife and kids? My mom's been here for, for six weeks. She actually flies back tonight um but that's amazing uh, yeah no it's been a it's been a culture experience and I think that was something that I've been chasing my whole life was to be able to play abroad um I've had different opportunities in Mexico that fell through um and this opportunity I felt like was one of the few ones that I couldn't pass up um so I pushed it as much as I could um with the dynamo to to help me uh do this since I only had about four or five months left on my deal with them um and it, it's about just experiencing this lifestyle um memories that that my my daughters and my wife and i will have i mean we just had a, a whole week off for international break so we hopped on a plane and went to london and explored london uh, i mean just just knocking out different countries while we can while we're out here whenever we get time to and um that's part of the the whole experience of why i wanted to do this yeah, Isn't it I crazy love- how cheap it is to fly in Europe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't I, it nuts? I can't get my mind across it, yeah. <laughs> I, it sounds like... I, it- I first, I thought they were going to throw me in with the luggage. I'm like, $100? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. No, it, flights flights from here to, to Spain are 25 pounds. 
Whoa. Like it, it's insane. Yeah. Dude, there's it, meal. yeah. Dude, you have meals that are more expensive. That's this is practically crazy. a PJ, whether you let other people on. <laughs> I'm on private I, jet. I, love, I know it says love, Ryanair on the outside. <laughs> I love the fact that you, you told your mom you were going to Scotland, and she was just like, Tu no hay solo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cuando me mandas, cuando me mandas el avión. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's essentially what it was. Um, she just got. I kid you not. She just made me. Um, she just made me tortillas right now, and my mom's not. My mom's Colombian, but she. There's no Hispanic food here besides the one little yeah. um, grocery store section. Um, so she she left me. What are they sell in that section? Me. Is it just rice and beans? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> uh, they sell like these like pre-made uh, El Paso uh, like fajita mix. Like yeah. make your own fajitas. It's like tortillas. And a seasoning, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> there's there, there's a one Venezuelan restaurant, um, and it was actually owned by a Venezuelan guy. That so was going to be my next good. question: Is it just like yeah, a that, guy named like then, Reardon? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I actually met him, um, so he's a good dude. Uh, but there's a random couple uh, Mexican food places, but that's about it. It's wild. Okay, <laughs> so uh, oh, so we, I <laughs> wanted to know about this because obviously we've we've had uh, we've spoken to a couple either Scottish players, uh, uh, for, former Scottish players, but haggis, haggis is a very popular thing uh, in Scotland. We, we it's have a rite ask, of passage. Yeah have have you had it? No, <laughs> I, I no. <laughs> I've been try? told to stay away. I've been told to stay away. From First of it. all, consider those people good friends. <laughs> Uh, you know, just, they care about you, Christian. But what is there a yeah. reason why? Do you know what haggis is? If it's what I'm thinking it is, then then yeah, it's, it's a it's a stomach. It's, they use the stomach yeah. and then they fill it with sheep's like liver and, yeah. and lungs and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say, you gotta try it once. It's a shame if you don't at least try it. No one's telling you to eat the whole thing because if you did. I'd send your mother there to get you and come back. That's wrong. It's the size yeah, of a soccer ball. The off the season. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, hot, my, our producer yeah. said throw some hot sauce on there. You might have to spill the bottle on there. Yeah, but you yeah. got to try the, it. Put that fajita mix. <laughs> hey, somebody, somebody sent me a, a bottle, a huge bottle of tapatio. So yeah. Good. My wife, my wife and I are surviving. Here's another a food item that I know of, Scotland, that uh, very popular. We've mentioned on the show before. It's something called pizza crunch. Have you heard of it? Or pizza no. crisp. It might be crisper. I'm gonna, they basically deep I'm gonna, fry. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in my notes. <laughs> yeah, they deep fry a slice of pizza. <laughs> he's like put, he's like deleting it from his notes I love now. The <laughs> it is yeah. yeah it's gotta, re- it's I'll, revolutionary, I'll it apparently. It is pizza crunch, pizza crunch. Yeah. All right, so you haven't had it yet. This is probably why you're running so well and scoring. Uh, This is why you're playing so well for everything. You you haven't weighed yourself down by haggis or pizza crunch. Uh, You also just scored an amazing equalizer. I also saw you scored an incredible header. You had that sliding goal against Ross County. Uh, Talk a little bit about that sort of being who you are. I mean, we've known you from your time in MLS and your time in USL and NASL. Dude, you're a bucket. You score goals. That's what you do. You know what I mean? And taking that, now doing that in Aberdeen, how does that feel, being able to score those goals in the Scottish Premier League, knowing I even got it out here? And what do you think can happen from here? No, I, it's something that I, that I was searching for to to have a manager like Stephen Glass, who 
just tells me day in day out just be yourself i don't want i don't want you to to feel like you need to be somebody that you're not um and i think that's something that i needed um because this last year and a half was toughest year and a half of my of my career to be honest um and so i just came and i'm being myself enjoying myself playing with a smile um and i've had plenty of conversations with him and with alan russell as well that they just they tell me, look, even when, when you're not having your best game, we feel like anything can happen and you're going to end up getting a goal. And um, that's what happened several times, um, especially against Ross County. Um, I think any other, uh, not any other, but a couple of, of previous managers that I've had would have, would have pulled me because it was my fourth game in, in two weeks. Um, I felt tired, but then somehow I ended up sliding into the net to, to tie the game in the in the 90th minute so it just shows the the confidence that they have in me and um i'm glad i can be repaying them with goals and uh hopefully that continues yeah that that part of it is is uh is it's great seeing because we especially in mls you know when a team signs uh a designated player coming from overseas from argentina coming from whatever and then like fans and 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 the teammates are like yo we're excited about this dude coming through but it's nice to see it with an american player going going to play overseas and now you're the dude that everybody's like <laughs> yes thank you for the reinforcements i've seen some of the headlines that like christian ramirez here to save the day and i'm like oh this is they dope secret <laughs> transfer window weapon you know right, <laughs> it's pretty <yeah>. dope <laughs> Yeah, no. So, uh, it's like a a new window that uh, that they opened up where they're like, oh, now we got a new market in the in the states that we can pick from, type of thing. Um, so that's been, it's been cool, um, especially because Chris Mueller from Orlando City is coming in January to the right. Scottish Premier League. So if more guys want need advice or or interested, um, I know I personally have told uh, my manager here that I'll help talk to whoever he's trying to get over. Um, and, uh, I've had a former strength coach who, who's, who knows Chris Mueller and, um, Chris Mueller's going to reach out to, to talk about the league. So, um, I'm open to, to anyone and anything who wants to know about more about this league as I'm still learning about it, but I'm loving it so far. That's dope. You talked a little bit about how frustrating the last year and a half was. Uh, what made it so frustrating? I mean, for those of us that are fans on the, it's because I think it's hard for us to place ourselves in the position of of a player. All you end up seeing is whether they got results or not. And then they're, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like the players damned if they do damned if they don't. Right. So like no one knows exactly what's going on in the background. What makes it so tough for a player? And why is that such a relief that you get to sort of be yourself now? Because essentially I I didn't play. Um, I would only play if um, at the time last year was Minotas when he was hurt and he was hurt for six weeks and, um, I played for those six weeks and the team went undefeated in those six weeks and I scored two goals and an assist, um, in, in those six games and then didn't play the rest of the year. Uh, and then this year I was only going to play if Maxi got hurt. Um, and I played one game and I scored a goal and the rest of the time I would come on in the 90th minute for a minute or two. Um, and so it was essentially just. Like, I think the stat was this last year and a half, I had eight goals in 31 games, but I want to know how many of those I started and how many of those I played more than four minutes. Um, so it was it was frustrating to to see people talk about that I wasn't good enough to, to break in in the Dynamo and then um, come here and I'm scoring goals and 
that that's something that that's a bit bitter um, in my mind that I still I'm sort of using it a little bit as motivation to at some point hopefully get a chance to to redeem myself in that aspect. But um, yeah, it, that was that was the tough part. It was I couldn't do anything to to get on the field and um, yeah. But hey, it happens for a reason, and I'm here in, in Scotland. Uh, enjoying myself with my family and making the most of it. Yeah, worked yeah. out. Yeah, it's uh look, it, it is a you know we've spoken to enough players to know like that the you know the the the, the personal side of the game and then the business side of the game uh, and then what happens on the field or what happens off the field like it's all uh, it can all be very complex. But I mean, the one thing that has been consistent throughout your career is that pretty much everywhere you go. People love you, man. But a lot of people show a lot of love. And, right. and I want to get to our, our Gully Squad questions. Gully Squad is our supporters group. That is uh, uh, the Cooligans fan base. And they are uh, huge fans uh, of you. So um, I, it, it's hard to decide where to begin. But you you had mentioned your uh, – look, I'll ask – I'll ask this one. This one's, this one's pretty salty, and it's, but it's it's pretty funny. But it is a, a Minnesota United supporter, and it simply asks. Right. Uh, Nick Sint just asked a question. He says, "Why does Adrian Heath hate fun and goal scoring?" That's, <laughs> you don't have to answer that. that <laughs> the, but the, laugh, he, he the look that just came over Christopher Ramirez's face is, hey, "Nah, Adrian Heath he got my number. Don't nah, do this to me." No, nah, nah, he, he he doesn't hate fun. Uh, I think I think he gets a, a bad rep at times. Um, nothing but love for him. I know that, uh, people put it aside that like I got shipped out because of him and stuff like that. And I mean, essentially it's part of the MLS and how the salary cap and stuff works. Um, same thing in, in LA, you could say. Um, but I, uh, I (laughs) have Adrian's got my number. Dr. Bill's got my number. Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, if 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 I have my way, at some point there'll be a homecoming, and I can, I can I can finally play at Allianz. Okay, that's <laughs> okay. Right, that was actually one of the questions, uh, Nick uh, Gunlock. I, I haven't played there. Yeah, I, I know. There. Nick Gunlock actually so, asked, uh, "What would playing a match at Allianz Field have meant to you, or what will it mean to you when you do make that homecoming, as you just mentioned?" There's a there's a conspiracy going around that I can't play at that field unless I'm in a Minnesota United jersey. So that's part of the reason. <laughs> Um, last year, the, the night before the, the game, I had a false positive test, um, right. with Houston and I didn't even get to go the next day. Um, it's just anything that's, that's happened has, has stopped it from happening. So, um, it can only mean one thing. That's crazy. <laughs> next question. This was from Kyle Carr. He had asked a question. Uh, what goal was uh, your toughest to score? The 2014 bicycle kick against Indy 11 or 2016 volley against the Railhawks? I mean, and I, yeah, I remember seeing that the, the bicycle. I mean, that was nuts. That was an incredible goal. Uh, he didn't clarify which one of the volleys against the Railhawks. <laughs> oh, he did not. Okay, <laughs> see, that's, uh, that's what a striker does right two. there. No, a striker there, remembers every damn in that, in that goal same, that same year. <laughs> you guys remember your goals uh, from like high school? How do you do this? <laughs> I, they, they're all they're all the same memory. Um, I, it, yeah, it, if it's the if it's the Railhawks one that I'm that I opened the season with um, at Carolina, then I think that one was tougher, um, just because of how far it was from. But then, then a, yeah, over a bicycle you know, kick, the, the bicycle kick has to be tougher, no? 
Yeah, but when you catch a bicycle clean, I mean, it just feels I can't. Like, it, yo, Chris, I, I can't catch a real that, bicycle. That, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got, you got. They, they'll pull up, pull up the that volley. And, and I fell off my go. scooter. Never a mind a tucker. bicycle. And, and this guy's just out here scoring bikes, talking about like it's nothing. Uh, you actually mentioned this isn't one of the uh, Gully Squad questions, but you've look, you've played in in the lower leagues. You've played in MLS. Now you're overseas. Uh, you played for the men's national team, and I'm sure getting that call up from Dave Sarakin was a huge deal. Uh, how hard are you trying to get back on the men's national team squad? And uh, you think you got a chance? I'm doing what I can, um, just like any any other American that's been um, called up or on the list. Um, I I was on the the prelim list for two years before Dave called me into January camp, and then I stayed that whole year being on a prelim list the whole year um, until Greg finally called me up and um, gave me my, my two caps. Um, so I know what I would, <laughs> I've, I've said this jokingly. Um, and it, I mean, it's not really a joke because they had such great careers and, and one still continues to have a great career, even um, with his time with the national team, but guys like Wando and Alan Gordon, who would be called up to the national team, when needed, um, even if it was just for 20 minutes late in the game and they would run their tails off and score goals late in games. And which was essentially what I did in my first two caps was I came on in the 20th of the last 20 minutes of the game and I scored. And then I, I flicked the ball onto, to Seba who, who played Paul in, um, for a goal against Costa Rica. So, um, if Greg needs me, um, I'll, I'll be here and I'm just controlling what I can, which is playing well, scoring goals. And um, if my time comes again, uh, I'll be more than, than happy okay. to, to put those colors <laughs> okay. on. Beautiful. Last question, <laughs> just about the, have you been watching the, the World Cup qualifiers uh, while, while you're there? I know my, the time difference is a little tough, but uh, any thoughts on just uh, on two draws in these, in these last two games? Yeah, it's been, it's been tough. Um, it, it's a young group who uh, has so much potential in coming off of such a huge summer. So the expectations are high and everybody um, it's so weird. Cause like so many people want to see the U S fail, <laughs> even like Americans. It, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's such a weird dynamic. Um, but I, I think we'll, we'll turn it around and um, Greg, Greg's a great guy and he's got the guys that'll follow him. Um, and put them in the right position, and uh, hopefully they get a good result in Honduras tomorrow. Okay, yeah, Very we're cool. hoping, we're hoping. Uh, well, all if right. they need a goal scorer, I know of one hanging out in Aberdeen, <laughs> avoiding like, haggis, no, okay. you know? <laughs> you know, and the flights are pretty affordable. Yeah, so from what I hear, I mean, it might be cheap to get them out, you know? <laughs> uh, Christian Ramirez, thank you so much for joining us, man. For real, it's an absolute honor. I know uh, you're out in Scotland. I know it's a little bit uh, late there, so we really appreciate the time. Is there anything you want to let uh, people know about uh, before we let you go? No, just follow me on my Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything else going on, but follow this uh, crazy journey that I'm on. Uh, I know uh, I'm pretty active in, in sharing what, what I'm doing um, with the family and as well as travel here with, with the team. Um, 
Okay. Uh, hit me yeah, up. yeah. You can, uh, yeah, obviously uh, watch uh, the Scottish Premier League games. They're on ESPN Plus, uh, so you go mm-hmm. go check them out. Okay, uh, Christian. Now uh, we got a couple of pieces of business before we let you go. Uh, we we are getting to our Galasso gift. This is our. Uh, this is your opportunity to celebrate a goal that we will turn into a gift that will live on the internet forever. Alexis will give you a scenario, uh, and you can celebrate it however you like. So, Alexis, what do you suggest? So, for some reason, it's the 90th minute of a match. Uh, it's a it's a it's a free kick. You're you're pushing up against the uh, defenders because you know that ball is going to be spun right to your head, and you're thinking, "Man, I got to score this goal." Because someone told me if I score this goal and we win, they will open an in and out. In Aberdeen. <laughs> wow. A lot of pressure. Big goal. So you, you got, can score you gotta this point. You, you got to do Christian. it. You got to do it. But you score. You celebrate and that? in and out, they cut What's the, the, they cut the, the red the animal with the style big, celebration? They cut the, the big ribbon right in front of you. How do you celebrate this, Christian Ramirez? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? You do open hands. You go. You go close. Just yeah, <laughs> some <clean. laughs> right. You have to do everything at that point. They won't even open one in New York, but you're going to get one in Aberdeen. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Christian, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. Again, like I said before, an absolute honor. Uh, best of luck uh, and continued success uh, in out in Scotland uh, and and where, wherever uh, you know it, it leads. So, thank you so much for joining us. Let us end uh, the show the way we normally do, as is tradition. So. Please, uh, Christian Ramirez, join us in, in this as well. But before we go, make sure follow at Fubo Sports uh, on all social channels. Follow at Soccer Cooligans and subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes uh, and more clips of the program. All right, Christian, let's end the show the way we normally do. Uh, uh, with that said, uh, for Christian Ramirez, my name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Christian Guerreros. <laughs> <laughs> Together, what are we? <laughs> 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 Ha <laughs> ha